So Paul tells us that the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Now, that's not a language that we use, is it? How in the world do we make sense of it? Well, this is Colin Cook, and this is How It Happens. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to a broadcast on the good news of the gospel. Here we, in this radio broadcast, we explore the book of Romans every year or so, and in that exploration we will discover deep truths about the grace of God and more truth about how we believe, how we trust, how we learn to grow our faith. Thanks for joining me today. You can hear this program every Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. So this verse then, this is how it reads. And if Christ is in you, this is uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 10. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Now, let me tell you why there's a problem with this. Because it doesn't seem to fit our experience, does it? Our body is very much alive, and our temptations are very much alive. And our sins, very often, are alive. So, what does it mean? I remember years ago, um, a preacher saying that, uh, what what would happen, how would a dead body respond if you stick a pin in it? Well, it wouldn't respond because it wouldn't feel it at all. And that's how it can be, he said, with our temptations to sin. Well, I mean, that frightened the heck out of me. I don't know whether it did, would do that to you, too, if you believed it, because we don't experience it that, do, uh, that way, do we? Yes, some, of, some sins we get rid of and they no longer bother us. But um, I'm telling you, um, if we stuck a pin in us, we'd certainly feel it, wouldn't we? So what does this dead thing mean? What's that all about? Well, notice, first of all, that he says, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. So, first of all, we look at the fact that Christ is in us. You say, well, I'm not sure I know how that that's the fact anyway. But as I've, as I've explained over the last several days, when Christ is in us, that is the experience of believing that he is our Savior, that he has died for our sins, that we are, we are treated as if we had already paid the judgment of sin, uh, not in ourselves, but Christ himself has taken our judgment to the cross, and his death was a judgment on our behalf. Now then, when you understand that, you begin to take another look at this word dead. Dead here doesn't mean I don't feel anything, but dead here means I don't have any more judgment upon me because Christ took the judgment upon the cross and therefore his judgment of death is as if it were mine. And that is how we understand the word dead here. 
If Christ is in you, the body is already judged. The human nature in which we live is already judged as executed and dead. See, that then makes much more sense, doesn't it? We feel our bodies still, yes, of course, and we sometimes allow them to do the thing that they should not do. But we are treated as if judgment had already taken place. Remember that, and I've mentioned this several times, I think, recently, but I'll say it again. When the disciples asked Jesus, how many times should I forgive a brother? Seven times? They thought they were being generous, by the way, because I believe it was traditionally thought three times is the the number of times you should forgive a brother in a day. But they thought they'd double it and add one, and that would make seven. But what did Jesus say? I tell you not seven times a day, but seventy times seven. Now, what was he implying by that? Not a strict number, but numberless. In other words, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the whole economy of the gospel is constantly applying forgiveness to us. It is like the morning and evening sacrifices in ancient Israel. They were performed every morning and every evening for the sins of Israel. And that is what God's sacrifice in His Son is doing, continually bring, uh, forgiving us, because we're all the time sinning in one way or another, whether it's sins, well, it's more likely to be, to be sins of ignorance than sins of, of knowledge. Uh, There is uh, such a thing as the sin of omission, as well as the sin of commission, and I doubt, I I believe, I sense that the sins of omission are far more uh, frequent and uh, numerous than than the sins of commission. So, if Christ is in you, the body is dead. It is accounted as if it had already been judged and already uh, finished. We need to look at our human nature that way. And then, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Now, there you go. What's that? The Spirit is life. The Holy Spirit gives me the message every day through faith that Jesus Christ is my righteousness that I live in his righteousness because I don't have any righteousness of my own. And so my spirit, my human spirit by faith is able to lift itself up to God and say, Father, thank you that I am counted as righteous in Christ. Remember Romans 4 verse 5, that we are counted as righteous. The ungodly are justified and reckoned as if they were righteous. This truth comes through from the Old Testament. It is not a new idea by Paul. He looked at the life of Abraham, and Abraham believed, and it was counted to him as righteousness. The faith that God gave him was treated as a righteousness before God, even though it was not righteousness, and even though it did not belong to Abraham. But he exercised it. And that's the same thing that we do. We exercise faith in Christ, our righteousness. Now, this 
brings a whole new paradigm of life to us when we understand these sorts of things. We are not to evaluate ourselves as in the kingdom of Adam, which is sin and death. We are to evaluate ourselves as in the kingdom of, of, of Christ, which is righteousness, peace, and life. This is what this particular chapter, as you know, is all about. It is about freedom from the power of death. What death? Not simply death at the end of our lives. We all die at the end of our lives. It is the death of judgment, or rather the judgment of death. Death as a judgment against our sins. That judgment has been taken away by Christ, which is why Jesus talks about death as a sleep. Because it's no longer death as a judgment. We rise from sleep, and sleep is an innocent thing. And it is not something that is an exercise of judgment. So we lift up our hearts. We come before God with all the troubles in our day. And not simply troubles, but our temptations and our sins. Our flesh is very, very present with us. But we count it as if it were dead. Not in the sense that we fool ourselves and live in denial that we have any temptations and, and uh, are not sinners anymore. That's pure nonsense. And it has created an enormous amount of trouble throughout the centuries in the Christian church. No, we count our body as dead in the sense of no longer under judgment. Now, think of this in relation to the various things that go on in our day, and especially if we are tempted in our day and if we fall. The temptation to guilt and to staying in guilt as a sort of penance by which we try to prove ourselves as worthy to God again because, look, God, how penitent we are, um, that state of being is exercised precisely because we're forgetting what faith has told us. You and I do not need to live under guilt. Now, there's nothing wrong about guilt. Guilt, guilt is a healthy thing if we have done wrong and if we know uh, if, and if we have a conscience. But to hang on to guilt as if it were somehow uh, good for us because it will make us realize how bad and naughty we've been so that we can straighten up, to hang on to that guilt creates depression. That is why so many Christians are depressed, because they have come to Christ but then forgotten what he's all about. Jesus Christ's death enables us to relinquish guilt, to affirm before God, Father, I feel guilty for what I have done, but I thank you that there is no judgment against me. I thank you that Jesus has taken my judgment and therefore I lift up my soul and thank you that I am in him counted as righteousness, as righteous. Now then, that's what I call bouncing back or bounce back ability. The Spirit of God, when he gives us faith in Christ, gives us bounce back ability, or in other words, resilience. Try it. 
If you haven't tried it, you will not know the freedom from depression and anxiety. But when you do try it, you will recognize, yes, you're fighting against your human nature, but that's okay, because faith trounces our mind. Many of you know who have listened to this broadcast for a long time that the ministry has supported and does support several young fatherless men throughout the world. This ministry over the years has put four young men, fatherless young men, through school. And uh, we've created two businesses for two of them. And one of them has become a nurse and one of them has become a policeman. And the others, uh, well, one uh, uh, has become has a, a tailoring business. Now, this is all because of the grace of God and the support that you have given to this radio broadcast. But I have to bring something to you very seriously, which almost embarrasses me. You know, in Nigeria, there are things that go on that are so stupid. The electrical company requires a year's payment for electricity ahead, a year ahead of time. Can you imagine what that is for poor families? The average poor family earns nothing more than 70 to $150 a month. And the, the, the electricity bill for a year is $1,800. And they're demanding this of Mark by the 20th of December. Well, I'm aghast. I cannot afford that kind of money. But if you can help me, this is the last year that Mark will be paying $1,800. Why? Because they are installing electric meters, finally, so that you can pay on a monthly basis. But in the meantime, we need that $1,800. Could you help? Send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160, or make your donation at online at faithquestradio.com. I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.